0: So let's jump into this, Mr. Britt. I was there. You watched Ryan Garcia defeats Javier Fortuna. It was good. We all knew it would be good. I went with a friend of mine who actually ran camera for us. I'm sure some of you guys have seen what we posted on our TikTok. We have more to come. And I'll give you the story and how we got in after we do our analysis. However what i noticed is a few things the first is that place was not full in the slightest i was really really surprised wow my prediction was five through seven at some point he's gonna get him out of there he got him out in six he had knockdowns in four five and six when ryan came out crypto i find myself always wanting to say staples it's a mind fuck (laughs) staples staples
1: staples center was the house of kobe bryant crypto.com arena is the house of king ryan garcia
0: okay i'll let you have that one so look when he came out it was electric it was fun people were into it but i i will also note something else man are the haters out there holy shit! are there haters everywhere in the crowd everywhere really really yes and mind you this is los angeles california this is not like corpus christi texas or you know norman oklahoma this is la ryan is from california victorville california yeah man the haters were loud
1: they, so the, you're talking about haters were present in the crowd hating yes. on Ryan?
0: Yes, yes.
1: Wow, that is very surprising. Now though. maybe
0: maybe I was in a certain section where you know fate had it that we were all together, or where where we yeah where we were all together. However, when Fortuna would try to make his way inside. Basically, with his head movements, try to get inside being a very, 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 very baby, baby mini Derek Chisora. Uh, He would.
1: (laughs) That is a terrible, terrible comparison. (laughs) A baby mini Derek Chisora. Just the
0: way he moved and tried to throw an overhand. (laughs) Oh, my God. Go ahead, man. And he hit Ryan maybe two or three times with an overhand left. And there were a lot of cheers from yeah. what I heard in the stands. Yeah. So, this is the prototypical athlete of, yeah, they love me you hate them. And a lot of things that I heard in my interviews outside of crypto arena were TikTok, 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 social media, social media, social media, TikTok, blah, 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 blah. And my takeaway from that is, He has built his reputation, I do believe he is good, but he has built his reputation to where he is today by utilizing the tools that are available to everybody in modern day society with the technological advances. So I understand hating on him. There's a reason that you're hating on him though. It's because you wanna see him lose. We had that with Mayweather, but this is very, very different. This is like, he's illegitimate because he used TikTok. No, he's still (laughs) legitimate. And even the guys who were rooting for Fortuna, they got silenced. They didn't say shit when they were walking out, you know? So I have more, but from a fight perspective, Ryan looked very good. He got caught maybe once with an overhand left. Different guy could be worse, but that's... That's the most I saw. He wasn't cut up. He wasn't bruised. There was nothing.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, this fight was disappointing in a lot of different ways. Uh, one, it wasn't at a legitimate 135 pounds. Uh, Fortuna obviously didn't come in shape. That's no fault to do to Ryan whatsoever. Um, and, you know, his heart didn't seem like it was there, you know? We've seen Javier Fortuna do some really, really uh, damaging things to people in the ring, and that Javier Fortuna didn't seem like he showed up on fight night on Saturday. I think that uh, maybe Jojo Diaz, you know, beat what's left of Javier Fortuna's fighting spirit out of him um, in many ways. And and listen, like that's hard to hear and that's hard to say, but it's also hard to argue with when you looked at his performance against Ryan Garcia uh, here, I'm looking at some, some highlights again. He looked lost the entire time. He looked like he had one plan, if that. And um, once he was frozen on the outside, he just resorted to some very, very amateurish uh, movements and tactics to try and uh, get inside on, on Ryan. And I mean, listen, he's known that he had the opportunity to fight Ryan Garcia for a very long time. For months, Um, you know, this fight was canceled and, and, uh, you know, reignited. Um, He got this opportunity again, and and he still came with a very rudimentary set of skills to try and fight someone who was very tall for the weight class, obviously big and broad for the weight class, and you knew that he was going to have very fast hands. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, from my perspective, I'm very happy for Ryan Garcia. He put up he did what he was supposed to do with opponent with an opponent um, who's 10 years his senior um you know has less of the skill set and he's outsizing this person he got him out of there that's exactly how he's supposed to treat someone uh mm-hmm. you know with with all of you know with everything that Fortuna brought to the ring um but unfortunately for me like it's not enough for me to be able to say what he's gonna be able to do once he steps up in class, because as impressive as that victory was over over a Javier Fortuna, you can't say that that was that's the the wealth um, or the real talent of the 135 or 140 pound weight class.
0: What did you want to see then?
1: I, I wanted to see him get roughed up. You know, I thought that uh, Javier Fortuna would get on the inside. I thought he'd be a little bit more explosive. I thought he'd be a little bit more powerful. Um, he was obviously the the heavier man. Um, I think he weighed 150. Or he was 150 well or, over 150. Yeah, he was well over 150 pounds. I think he was 154, right? He looked like it. He didn't look in shape. He didn't look cut up. Um, he looked tired, right? And and I just thought that he was going to have that motor. I thought he was going to get on the inside. I by no means thought that he was going to win the fight, but I thought he was going to rough Ryan up, maybe an elbow or two. And and listen, like I'm not trying to say I want him to get fouled, but I want to see Ryan in the trenches because whether he fights Tank next or the fight that I think is going to end up happening next is JoJo Diaz. Those guys are coming to fight. They're coming. They're going to be explosive. They're going to be roughing him up, and they're not going to let it be a pretty fight like Ryan is used to. Right. Um, and it's one thing to to be in a rough fight and in, in training and in sparring with the sixteens or the eighteens and uh, the you know in the headgear. And it's a whole nother ball game when you're fighting somebody with the ferocity of a tank Davis or Jojo Diaz um, and they're coming to break your ribs. Uh, So I just, I I wanted to see him get that preparation before jumping into a big fight.
0: So I I, mainly sounds like from your perspective, and I have more to add on this, but it sounds like from your perspective, you didn't necessarily want to see more out of Ryan. It was the fact that the competition wasn't up to the task to pull Ryan into a more intriguing, entertaining, rough and tumble fight. Do I have that yeah. Ac- accurately? Yeah, a-
1: okay. that, that 100% spot on. I mean, listen, like, if you know, it takes two, it takes two to fight, it takes two to make a fight. And I don't, I'm not going to say it looked like Javier Fortuna was looking to survive um, because he, he didn't do that. Right. Um, but, you know, Ryan did what he was supposed to do, and he displayed all the skill sets that we knew he was, you know, going to bring to the ring. I think the Javier Fortuna could have have displayed a little bit more heart. He could have put a little bit more on the line, and he definitely could have prepared more.
0: Mm -hmm. That's what it seems like. Um, He just – I'm trying to be kind here. Um, (laughs) I also thought that it would be tougher. Um, You know, good veteran uh, has shown us flashes of how good he can be. I think it was him obviously looking out of shape, but also I think it was Ryan being taller, younger, really strong like i I know after every fight, they're always the winner, of course, is always going to tout themselves as the best or the strongest or blah that's just the athlete like if you were to say to you know. Tyreek Hill, whose t- t- Twitter uh, username is Cheetah, people would be like, hey, if you raced a Cheetah, would you win? He'd say, yeah. Like, that's just the ego of an athlete. However, I do agree when Ryan said, I do hit hard. By the way, have you seen anything that I've done? Which I agree with. He does hit hard. The knockout punch, the combination that led to the knockout, where Fortuna spit out his mouthpiece a second time, The first time he did, I believe, was in round four when he got put down the first time just to buy a little bit more time. Veteran crafty move. Jerry Cantu went over to the corner. It gives him like another 10 seconds or so. Put some water on it. Get back in there. Ryan hits hard. This is what he does. When I was talking to my buddy who I went to the fight with, he was like, how would you describe his game? And I know that He's a big basketball fan as my friend and I said I would describe his his fight game as James Harden. Ooh. I would say he is all offense with little defense because it's it's true. Like he he is still vulnerable to those punches from any guys that try to muck it up. We saw it in the Luke Campbell fight, which by the way he told Ring TV. He he is in Fortuna was trying to land the Luke Campbell shot. I think everybody is but I'm ready for it. The big question is Would he be ready from anyone who tries to muck it up and not respect Ryan and not keep it at a distance and fight into his game? That 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 wingspan that he has, I don't know what it is, but at this weight and at 135, obviously it is massive. Yeah, his his reach is massive in those divisions. So if he wants to go to 140 and compete at 140, I would love to see it. It would be stiffer competition as we know.
1: Well, Ryan Garcia, I think, is more fit for the 140-pound weight class, obviously. You look at his body. He was shredded, shoulders abroad. He didn't look sucked in. He didn't look dry whatsoever. And he still said, you know, cutting weight is cutting weight. He said, I made 140 pounds, and that sucked too. You know what I'm saying? So imagine what he was going through to make 135 pounds. You know, that being said, he's a legitimate 5'11". Yes, ryan garcia is five eleven, fighting at 140 pounds that's scary yes any fighter who fights ryan garcia um at at the weight class 35 40 well he says he's never going down to 35 which is that's a statement you know in and of itself right And, and and i'll expand on that but um he's gonna have some obvious advantages but with that height come natural disadvantages that shorter fighters should know how to take advantage of. But man, I mean, listen, you know, Ryan looked great against the opponent that he was, he was given. Um, he did exactly what he was supposed to do with that level of guy. And, uh, you know, I'm, 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 it's like, I'm in, I don't want to say I'm indifferent, but I just feel like I'm impressed by the performance, but I also know that that's not the guy that's going to prepare
0: him for the next level. Right. I agree with that. Um, We'll get into his next opponents momentarily. What I will say, quick story time, is we went to Crypto Arena and, again, not sold out. So many people selling tickets. We went to the box office. They were still selling face price. Sometimes, depending on the arena, they'll knock some dollars off. Yeah. So... You know, we're like, what could we get for 50 bucks? And this person's like, you could sit 200 level, but it's like the last row. And we're like, oh, come on. And so, you know, we went back to my car, dropped off the equipment, went back, found tickets. There was one fight before Ryan went out, so we were already running out of time. And this guy goes, uh, you could sit here, floor not floor level, but 100 level, for $150 a piece, we laughed in his face. And then there were a few other guys who came around who were like, I want $80, but I'll give it to you for 70. We're like, dude, we don't have to go. Like, we just wanna go, but we don't have to. Finally, there was a couple who was desperate to unload their tickets. And we got in for $40 a piece, sat in the 100 level um, basically on the angle where one of the cameramen are by the turnbuckle. And they wow. were great seats for $40. You know, and the whole is, section was open. Not the whole section. I'd say 45% of the section was open.
1: That is so surprising to me, you know, because, because of the social media fandom and because of um, the way he's portrayed as being... You know, the most likable, not likable, but the, you know what I mean? Just like the a down to earth, smiley, good guy. I don't even know if that's his brand anymore. You know, he's obviously trying to do this heel thing. And it's a weird juxtaposition. I disagree because,
0: with that, actually. I don't think he's well, trying to do a heel thing. We'll, we'll, well, check out my reasoning. Okay. Hit me.
1: He, he's the one that's always calling out Tank. He's the one that's always um, belittling him on the Mike Tyson podcast. He was making fun of his height, which he later apologized for. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, he's calling out Tank. He's the one that's always talking, talking, talking. Um, which, in another, you know, in another environment could be portrayed as bullying tactics. And Tank never responds to him. Right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I get it, it's boxing, so it's everything's fair. But, you couldn't do, you know what I mean? Like you couldn't do that in any other industry. You know, you couldn't do that in any other sport without being labeled a bully. I think it's just the package that Ryan comes in. He's smiling, you know, he, you know, it's the hair and the, the Dior deal. And uh-huh. you know what I mean? The like,
0: Dior trunks were ridiculous, man. The, the it's the DR first trunks, thing I noticed. No,
1: the the <laughs> Dior trunks are fire. I'm all, you know, I'm going to give credit where credit to you. The Dior trunks are fire. Of course so you my think point, they're fire. My point in that is, you know what I mean? Like he's the one that's, that's, you know, that's implementing the bullying tactics. This is the same thing that Floyd did to Oscar to get Oscar to fight him. Mm-hmm. And what did everybody say? Floyd was the bad guy. And Floyd said, I don't care about being the bad guy. I chose to be the bad guy. That's how I was going to get the fight. And so obviously Ryan, being the student of the game, understands the more I talk about this, the bigger it's going to be. You know what I mean? The, the You know, like, yeah, he I, understands. I he understands. So, you know. I get know, you. I, 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 d- I personally...
0: Personally, I just don't think he could ever be unlikable until he says some wild shit. I I don't I don't see him being like as we have seen in years past, the stupefying low levels fighters will go to. You can make fun of somebody's height like that's practically harmless at this stage. Once you start getting a little more personal, then we could talk about being a heel because what goes into being a heel? Being an absolute dirtbag. Going after somebody's family, going after somebody's friends, going after anything but like oh he's short. Like that's that's harmless. That's child's play. That's stuff you would say say during recess when you're playing basketball. Like I'm I'm waiting for him to make that pivot and then I'll buy into it. Hey, it's Rick. We just want to give a special thank you for supporting our show and our vision on the world of boxing. Don't be like Curtis Harper and show up without contributing, y'all. Drop us a follow. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review. Tell us how awesome and handsome we are if you want to. And let's build this great community from the ground up. We love you and appreciate you. See you next time.